Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. With the holiday season, well, and truly upon us, we're looking at the pros and pitfalls of car rentals abroad. Presenter of the Home Show here on News Talk, Sinead Ryan is with me in studio. Sinead, why are car rental prices increasingly going up? Well, it's a mixture of a load of things. Look, what is it? The dreaded C word, COVID. The dreaded B word, Brexit. Constantly in COVID for this though, can't we? Here's the thing though, because uh, the way car hire companies work is everybody wants a new shiny car. So they buy their fleets and then they get rid of them within a year. Some of them within about nine months, put them back in the market, right? But of course, a lot of these companies haven't been buying cars since 2019. They've got rid of them all and they are scrambling to keep up. Other companies went out of business during the lull because nobody was travelling, nobody was hiring cars. So it really is a catch-up exercise. And as a result, prices have gone through the roof. There's an estimated shortage globally of 4 million cars uh, in different countries. And in Europe, uh, the most popular countries for hire car, they're also the most popular holiday countries, Mm. Italy, France, Spain and the UK. The market's worth about 12 billion euro uh, but growth uh, is just expected to outstrip demand and, and it's as simple as that. So that means that anybody that's planning a holiday now in the next couple of weeks or for June, July and August and they want to book the car when they fly into Malaga yeah, all of a sudden well, now. I'm talking to industry experts who are saying uh, to book that before you book your accommodation. Book the car. Right, get so the car. book if the holiday around where yeah. you can get the car. Yeah, if okay. you're planning on, on getting a car, because there's going to be some hot spots that may not have cars at all available uh, and certainly not at the last minute. Uh, now, I had an issue with this because I'm travelling to Portugal in a few weeks' time and there's there's six of us, seven of us going. So I wanted one of these big seven-seater van things, right? A thousand euros for five days. Andrea nearly fell over. Mm. So what it was cheaper for us to do and luckily we've enough drivers in the party uh, was to get two smaller cars and it was much cheaper than getting one large one. So if you're going for any speciality like you want an electric car or you want an extra large car or you want a kind of a posh car you're going to you're going to really really struggle to find what you're looking for. So you for. might be better actually to take as you say two smaller yeah, versions. Yeah like Fiesta and... type cars or golf type cars and um, you, you might just be lucky but even then we're looking at 650 and and that was really an awful lot of money you know what are your tips uh, so tips um well first of all plan as early as possible um try and pay in advance when you get it don't just leave a deposit uh, there are st- stories kind of horror stories of people booking it but not paying for it and then arriving at the desk and the car's been given away to somebody else you know because they were prepared to pay more nearer the time. Can they do that if you have a contract well, with them? Well, you see, if you haven't paid your deposit and you've kind of, some of the more unscrupulous ones or, or the very small operators um, would do that. Um, the, there's only really five massive companies in the market. Avis, Budget, Enterprise, Europe, Carhartt and Sixth. And, and most of the time you'll find that they are, you know, very reputable. They're mm. fine. They'll have plenty of cars. Um, so my other tip is that if you really want to save money, try and find an operator who's not based in the airport. Uh, because obviously they pay a premium for the desk and the big car park that they have. Now, it might mean you have to get on a shuttle and lug all your stuff kind of three miles down the road to a town, but that can save money. Insurance, this is the big one, of mm. course. Upselling is not only common, but mandatory for staff over there. That's how they make their commission. It's how they make bonuses. So you'll arrive, you'll be told you don't have enough insurance. You don't have the right type of insurance. Here's other types that you have to get. Everybody has experienced that. Uh, the big kind of rip off is for car 
excess insurance. So this is the first bit of any claim that you would pay. Now at home on your car policy, mm. my car policy, that's about 250 quid. But on a foreign hire car, it's 10 times that could be two, three thousand euros. That's why they want your credit card at the beginning. It's one of the very few places you need a credit card over a debit card. Yeah, they always want to take the hold mm. on the card. They do. And and if you don't have enough in reserve, so if your credit limit doesn't have enough for that hold, you could run into difficulty. Now, some car hire companies are beginning to take debit cards. But you see, the credit card guarantees they're going to get their money if there's a claim or something like that. My top tip is buy that excess insurance before you go. There's plenty of insurers in Ireland offering it for two or three euros a day. I found a, a policy, an annual policy for 50 euros I bought that last in Ireland. year it's fantastic yeah. and you bring the paperwork over which you don't rely on online print it off and wave it at whoever it is on the desk say no I don't want it I have this okay um, now the other thing is to bring with you what you can so don't be kind of buying sat navs they charge 10 or 12 quid a day Jeez, Google Maps higher. Google Maps now if you're just, just make sure you're in a you know, EU roaming should be fine across the EU. Just make sure it applies in the UK for you. Uh, car seats and booster seats and all that kind of thing. Most of the airlines let you travel with that free of charge. So rather than hire them, bring them with you, you know. Um, the other thing is the fuel policy. Now, this is the number one complaint. This is where people get stuffed. So most car hire companies have a full to full policy. You collect it full, mm. you drop it back full. And of course, when do you think about putting in the petrol when you're about three kilometres from when you're the, airport, at the airport? And it's absolutely double the price. So look, put it in the car 20 kilometres out. All right. And I found in some countries, now this is notably in uh, Portugal and sometimes in Spain, a lot of those garages charge you extra for service at the pump. So the chap comes out and he nods and says, do you want me to fill the car? And you go, oh, thanks very much, says you're getting out of the car. There's usually a premium on the fuel for that. So get out and do it yourself. Okay. You're used to doing it at home. Moya says, we just paid €650 Euro to Avis and Faro for a small car for five days. This listener is wondering about what, renting a camper van for a couple or a family in Ireland. Is there any way to do it that makes financial sense for a weekend or a week? Well, I don't know about financial sense. It's definitely going to cost you. There, there's no two ways about it. Um, and added to that, of course, uh, while insurance costs have been coming down a little bit, what has been going up? Fuel. Uh, and as a result, you're going to have to budget in now, especially if you're doing a touring holiday like a camper van. Um, plan it early. Only go with reputable companies. There are horror stories out there about camper vans which are kind of side of the road deals. They're not insured. Um, there's a lot of companies in Britain um, offer camper hire, but actually when you go to get it, um, what, what you're expecting isn't there. So just be super careful in that market. Yeah, this texture as well. It worked out cheaper for us to get the ferry this year mm. and to bring our own car rather yeah. than to rent one abroad. If you can, it's a great idea. And remember, the ferries now are going not only to France and the UK, but also down to Santander, down in Spain. Now, go, go, look, what are you paying extra? You have a couple of nights on the ferry. If you're bringing the car, it is going to cost you. But if you're a family of four, mm. um, that is probably going to work out cheaper than flights. I haven't been on if a ferry in years. It. Yeah, and they're great and they've really improved. Like, they are fantastic. And actually, for the kids, like, the holiday starts straight away. It's a bit of crack. And a lot of the ferries in the summer now, they'll have, like, wine tasting or, you know, talks or Sounds stuff good. like that. And, and, and singing and that kind of thing. And it's a bit of crack. <laughs> you know? like a cruise, isn't it? Yeah, well, <laughs> you know, they have to compete. And actually, the one that goes out of Cork uh, has a swimming pool on it. Right. And, uh, oh, no, no. 
like have super cool. have so look, do look into it. Look yeah. into this. So listen, presenter of the home show here in News Talk, Sinead Ryan. Thanks a million, Sinead, for joining us with those uh, tips and details about renting your car abroad this summer. Still to come on the programme today, are we doing enough to offer support and resources for women who are breastfeeding in Ireland? Lunchtime Live with Andrea Gilligan. Brought to you by Avant Money. Weekdays at midday on News Talk.